Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall. This is a very special episode, not only for the podcast, but also for the listeners of the podcast. Uh, This is one in collaboration with the Association for Mineral Exploration and the Remote and Virtual Roundup 2021, which is taking place next week. Next week, people. January 18th through the 22nd. Uh, If you go to roundup.amebc.ca, you will find registration information available at that website. I'll also put a link to uh, this website into the show notes so you can click on that and peruse uh, the registration information. Uh, Joined by uh, two great colleagues in the mineral exploration realm. You all know them. Uh, That is Mr. Brandon McDonald from Fireweed Zinc and Chris Taylor from Great Bear Resources. Gentlemen, pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thanks, Trevor. Nice to speak with you. That's uh, good to be here. So we got to, you know, obviously we're going to kind of table the exploration news and um, there, for a little bit, there was a quote, and I don't know who online uh, maybe tagged this, but I thought it was an absolutely brilliant quote regarding Roundup. And it was, it's not about the stocks, it's about the rocks which I think is very prudent uh, for Roundup as my involvement. It is about the rocks. It's a little bit less of the capital markets, uh, but also plays into uh, the market. So, um, Chris, I thought I might just get your sense here. Uh, Talk about Roundup, your experience with Roundup, and how it's a little bit different uh, for you as an executive of Great Bear as you approach an event such as AMEBC Roundup. Yeah, thanks, Trevor. I mean, I have some fantastic memories of Roundup over the years, and uh, that starts as me being effectively a bit of a booth babe, uh, to use a rude uh, euphemism. So um, although I don't think anybody would have called me that, uh, in all honesty, but that was back when I was, uh, you know, a project geologist. So more than 10 years ago, I remember I was working with Imperial Metals, and uh, this was around the time of the acquisition of Red Chris and uh, production at Mount Polly and all these things, uh, putting Sterling into production. And it was just the best conference. You know, I really loved Roundup because uh, you didn't have to talk about share price or projections. You got to talk shop with as many of your peers as you could cram into the hours of a day. And uh, when you got spare time and you could wander around and look at some of the uh, drill core from the discoveries that were being made, uh, professionally, it's uh, just the most interesting conferences all of all as a geologist. As, a, as an executive these days, um, you know, I have to say it is a refreshing break uh, from the usual market-related conversations that I have to have. Um, just unfortunately this year, it's going to be in a non-optimal format in my view, but we're all doing our best uh, given the COVID backdrop, right? Yeah. Uh, Brandon, give us your perspective. Is it, you know, to follow up with what Chris mentioned, is it kind of uh, refreshing to get back to your roots and, and talk about the rocks itself and a little bit less than the capital markets? Yeah, I think that, you know, what what's sort of Roundup has, has emerged to become, and I think this is what it was, you know, supposed to be from the get-go, is that, you know, a, a conference that's focusing on the technical aspects of the industry, um, you know, because you've got it right next to what is traditionally the, the VREC, you know, the Cambridge House Conference, um, which allows you to nicely ring fence the capital markets and the technical. Um, you know, I've been going to Roundup since I was a geology student in the 90s. Um, and it's always, you know, always a good show. And I think the, the local shows often are, you know, I think PDEC gets a bit unwieldy. Um but Roundup's still at a size where you can 
you know, you're not, you're busy, but you're not overwhelmed. Um, and you got interesting things to see. You can go geek out on some rocks. Um, to me, it's pretty great for that. I know both of you, obviously, on top of managing your own companies and your own projects and the success you've had over the last year or years, uh, you also like to put your own capital into other companies. And I'm just curious if you take advantage of something like Roundup to do your own due diligence. Chris, I'll start with you. Yeah, Trevor, I'm terrible uh, that way. Uh, you know, I, I get excited as a geologist about rocks that I see. And, uh, you know, I probably make the same cardinal sin uh, that other geologists do is I can fall in love with the technical aspects of a project. Uh, so I am always have to be cautious that way. Uh, but it is an opportunity like uh, a round roundup uh, over the last number of years by speaking to prospectors and speaking to others. Uh, we've made some good property acquisitions in other companies that I'm involved with outside of uh, Great Bear. And and it's always been a fruitful way to really layer in that discovery potential right into companies at an early stage. Brandon, what about some of the deals? I mean, do you have memories of doing deals at Roundup and maybe not only on like maybe the land acquisition size, but maybe on the service point from uh, uh, doing some contracts or having a, a mention and a, a meetup with some service providers for McMillan Pass? Yeah, well, absolutely. Because, you know, that there's a lot of booths there that, are the service providers, right? So less my role now, you know, because I have a vice president of exploration, et cetera, um, who handle that. But I think that's critical to have the trade shows where you've got the, the service providers all in one spot and you can crank out a bunch of meetings, right? Um, you know, and, and, you know, one of the things that's missing, sadly, in the virtual format is just the, the, the random chatter, the intel you pick up, just from people you bump into on the floor, what people are up to, people you haven't talked to in a while, you might see across the other side of the room and, and you think, oh, you know what? I should follow up with them. Um, and I think that's, you know, what's really been problematic in the last year is is just, I, I think the, the you know, the, the channels of communication have, have sadly mostly, you know, they're not completely dry, but they've, they've mostly dried up like it, that that you know the banter at, at the post session bar, uh, you know meetings is is important. Mm-hmm. It is important. Um, not only to, you know I mean for personal for you know you know personal uh, you know uh, vibrance, but also uh, you know I'll be honest with you, you know, I really miss you guys. I miss yeah. I miss going up to Canada <laughs> and having a beer with you guys and, and talking shop and not just talking about what's coming down with your own projects, but kind of talking industry wide. You know I mean. I think it's going to be really important when we can get back to in-person meetings. But, you know, from what you see, um, you know, we've had almost a full year of these virtual online conferences. Uh, a lot of organizations organizations are, you know, they've done and, and operated the best they can. From what you've seen from Roundup in the organi- organization of AMEBC, what is something that maybe you see that they're going to be able to do differently and kind of set them apart from, you know, the plethora of other virtual events that have happened in the last year? Yeah, I'll start there. Um, I think, you know, the being a technical event, you know, most virtual events have been focused on um, this sort of speed dating style, right? Which, which I'll be straight with you, works pretty well online. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, easy to crank out a bunch of virtual meetings and it is very nearly very very nearly as productive as in person person meetings 
um, you know, the the bigger challenge and opportunity for uh, AME um, with Roundup is okay. So how do we how do we step beyond the uh, you know one to one meetings and and you know bring in a sort of technical aspect of booth the pseudo booth uh, generate traffic generate kind of walk by traffic right and and introduce people to new things that they're not seeing. Um, so I think that's the opportunity before them is is like there's there's still a big um, space to be filled in the online conference space um, that isn't uh, the the you know sort of speed dating style. Yeah, I think too. Uh, adding on to Brandon's comment, like some of the process of setting up a digital booth that the companies are going through right now, it may actually translate over to changes into companies' websites. So if we have to, you know, undertake this sort of digital review of technical data and digital review of rocks, I think that's something that companies could probably think about integrating into their normal business affairs. And I know that some of that's going on at Roundup. So there may be a nice silver lining that comes out of the fact that we can't pick up these uh, samples of core and whatnot and have a discussion over them. So I think there is going to be some benefit that we uh, that we derive from going through this exercise. Yeah, you mentioned core, and I also want to kind of tag that with let's talk about timing. Uh, we have seen a plethora of kind of backlogged uh, drill core that is yet to be released. I know, Brandon, you get a mouthful online about where's, where's the latest drill results from McMillan Pass and uh, the Boundary Zone. Uh you know, I you know, Chris. Let's let's ask you the, the timing of this. We're starting to see more and more drill assay results come out and hit the market. Now, if we have a full week of Roundup and we know a number of these companies are going to be attending Roundup next week, I mean, I would come to think it's if if those companies put out assay results that week, it might be a little bit difficult to get a hold of them and ask management and follow up some of those questions on those assays. I mean, maybe your best bet is to. Tend roundup and and have your chance to to kind of pin the ears of of some of that management. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I would say that uh, you know it's still a good opportunity to try to you know pin them down. You know, guys like Brandon, obviously, we have to hold his feet to the fire. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we're doing our best as companies. The industry is in a tough spot. Like uh, it's gone through a number of years of slump, right? So this div- diverges from your, your 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 comment a little bit, but we've gone through a number of years of really low levels of activity. So in a sense, labs aren't staffed and they don't have enough infrastructure in place. Place. And then suddenly we went through a bit of a, you know, a gold and metals boom uh, in 2020 and everybody was funded and everybody is drilling and now everybody is backlogged. So, uh, you know, it's times like these where, you know, the AME format here will make everybody come together and give, you know, give investors and give other industry participants an idea, you know, within the public domain data where these projects are really going to go. So I, I think it's more important than ever to try to consolidate everybody together, uh, even if it is you know, virtually, so that we have a flavor for how the year is going to unfold ahead of us. What do you think, Brandon? Can, can you expose those new drill results uh, next week during Roundup? I hope so. Um, <laughs> I was about to swear there, but um, yeah, it's it's been problematic, you know, that obviously between COVID and, and a sudden ramp up, the labs were simply not equipped. Um, and it's it's you know, bad. I, I think we submitted our first results now, our first batches four months ago. <laughs> like this is not, this is, this is, 
nearly unprecedented. But, you know, in terms of what you were saying, like access to the CEO, you know, it's always challenging to get the CEO of a company. It's certainly one that that um, is doing good things and, and, you know, that the CEO is in demand. It's hard to get a lot of their time. What's unique about Roundup in places like the Core Shack um, is that you're getting access to technical staff um, who have a lot more time, who can really dive deep with you. Um, and, you know, if you're a savvy investor, reading the enthusiasm or, or lack thereof from the technical staff can be critical, right? Um, and I used to always enjoy that. You, you go to companies booth and you chat to you know a anyone from kind of a junior to you know a semi-senior geologist maybe their vpx is there and you get an hour of their time right you never get an hour of the ceo's time um not as like a usual joe retail investor right so um that's kind of a unique opportunity to to deep dive and get some intel and really talk to the people in the company yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's interesting in, to get a little perspective on kind of the regionality. So this is, uh, we're talking about the organization, the Association for Mineral Exploration in British Columbia. Uh, but both of you manage pr- uh, projects outside of the province. So obviously, Brandon, you're working up in the Yukon Territory. Uh, Chris, you're over in Ontario. Um uh, but obviously, you also uh, have some uh, work being done with Kodiak Copper in BC, so I don't want to let correct. That, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't want to let that uh, slide or you know be be missed. Uh, but talk about like really the organization's reach, not only nationally throughout Canada, but through uh, most of the you know North America itself. Uh, Chris, let me let me start with you. Talk about that reach. Yeah, the the reach of Roundup far exceeds just the local interest in British Columbia. That certainly would have been how it started. Uh, but at you know, if you attend Roundup, you're going to see uh, industry professionals and geologists and other uh, investors from all over the world. There is an international presence at the conference. And in terms of a high-quality technical conference, uh, it's one of the best in the world. So it attracts top talent. The talks uh, that go on during Roundup are some of the best that I've seen. Uh, you know, Great Bear, uh, our VP Exploration, Bob Singh, he's giving a talk uh, this Roundup, for instance. So it's important uh, to bring everybody together. And the, the scope is nothing like British Columbia only. But from the British Columbia perspective, I mean, you know, if you can hop in a car uh, out of Vancouver, and you can drive to a prospect that you might be interested in, which I've certainly done in the aftermath of Roundup in past years, uh, that can have uh, incredibly important effects for a company, uh, for instance, like you mentioned, like Kodiak Copper, uh, where you can go and immediately, uh, you know, verify and ascertain the, the prospectiveness of, of a project. So I, I've had a lot of benefit over the years through those kind of uh, situations. Yeah, I, I, and I would note that you remember that that the full name is the Cordilleran Roundup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and really the focus was meant to be the Canadian into the Alaskan Cordillera, you know. So um, th- that's traditionally where the focus is, you know. And certainly the socials, it, there was always Yukon night, BC night, and Alaska night. Um, and I still think it it's not as regional as it used to be, um, but it is still a somewhat regional conference. Um, and I think, you know, investors who are interested in a very, you know, specific region within that would do well to attend like a, you know, the Kamloops Exploration Group or Minerals North or, or Yukon Geoscience Forum or something like that, right? So, 
Um, there's these conferences all the way from sort of uh, very specific uh, to broader to, to worldwide, you know, like a PDAC or something. Yeah. Uh, I remember how difficult it was to get into Yukon night. when <laughs> You didn't have a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Wonder what, what what's it what, what what's the Yukon night like this year, Brandon? Do you know? They're doing a, a kind of afternoon of uh, live broadcast with some giveaways and stuff like that. Uh, looks like it could be fun. Um, you know, it's obviously not the same as Yukon night. I mean, well, even Yukon night's not the same as Yukon night used to be, right? When Roundup was when Roundup was smaller, uh, everyone went to every night, or you know, like everyone could go to every night. There wasn't a ticketed thing. Um, you know, and it wasn't ticketed beers or, you know, one free drink or something like that. It was a lot of <laughs> free drinks. And they got, I don't know, Chris, were you around when they were serving moose milk yeah, at, but, um, at UConn night? Yeah, but also that was actually the best time to pin down a CEO if you could get him after he'd been into the moose milk for, you know, oh, a while. Yeah, well, he, he might literally be pinning himself to the floor after getting <laughs> moose milk at some some rough, rough nights as a result of moose milk. I always had, I, I go to, I went to Yukon night with a strategy and it's never failed. I walk in, I usually run into you somewhere, Brandon. <clears throat> and then I go over to the Western copper and gold booth for a beer. And then I turn my back and there you are again, Brandon. <laughs> and then I go try to find Clint Nauman from Alexco and get the latest from him. Talk about, meeting up with CEOs, have my conversation with him. And then two steps later, I'm running into you, Brandon. So I don't know if you're just following me around UConn night or you're just all over the place, but uh, look forward to doing more of that in 2022. Yeah, well, it's, you know, uh, I don't know how many of my secrets I want to divulge here, but it's like always at, at the big crowded events like UConn night, it's like, who do I want to get cornered by, right? <laughs> like not a, not a service provider. I don't want to be I'm trying to relax in the evenings or, or get some intel or, or something like that. You, you always want to be the pitcher, not the pitchy, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear about your new tents or, or your fancy new drill or something like that. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we probably digress a little bit, but uh, let's do wrap it up here. And uh, Chris, I'd like to, you know, if you could just maybe talk about, uh, you know, kind of your pitch for AME, BC and Virtual Roundup. I know you, uh, Great Bear and Discovery Group, have always been uh, really involved with the organization and the event. Uh, but, you know, maybe give your last pitch for our listeners on why this remote roundup is going to be completely worth their time. I think people need to focus uh, in years when you have a lot of funded companies and a lot of work being conducted. Uh, what we were saying earlier and what Brandon said, too, I and mean, this is your opportunity to interact directly uh, with staff from the companies, even if that is in a digital format, there still will be people available. I know, for instance, Great Bear will have the digital booth set up and there will be digital attendees. So I've been talking to our exploration manager about that. So it's your opportunity to uh, separate the wheat from the chaff and uh, feel that sense of enthusiasm and that sense of direction from the company. It's important as an investor, if you're in the industry itself, I think you want to get a feel for how your peers are finding things in COVID times. You're going to want to have a feel for dollars expended and where. So there really is no substitute. Uh, we all look forward to getting back to the physical in-person format. It really is, uh, you know, the best thing. But in the meantime, I say do yourself a favor and, uh, you know, you have an opportunity to meet people and you have an opportunity to do some homework and there's really nothing else like it out there. 
Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Brandon. I really appreciate your time. I know your time is very valuable, so thanks for spending it with us. No problem. Yeah, you're welcome. Again, roundup.amebc.ca. That's where you'll find the registration information for the remote roundup. Uh, That's going to be it for this episode. We'll be back later this afternoon with some more market commentary here on Mining Stock Daily.